Hey guys, how are you? Good evening. Trust we're all doing well. Um, yeah, it's time for another podcast. Like I said at the very beginning, these podcasts are inspired by the Holy Spirit and they largely carry some of the experiences that I've also been through. Um, so I use that as um, wisdom for the things that I've also learned to be able to cancel people and um, give wisdom on on specific areas. Um, today's podcast wasn't part of any that I had planned, even though some of the things that I mentioned in there, you know, are you know, I've probably talked about them in some of my podcasts. But I was in church on Sunday and we had a new series in church that we started called The Struggle is Real. And as I sat down there, I just felt the Holy Spirit ministering to my heart to do a podcast about the real struggles that we experience in our everyday life. And it's obviously, that's how he just brings these things to my heart. So... I decided to just pen down the thoughts, the ideas that he was pouring into my heart. And so it's basically to just talk about real life issues, real life struggles that we all experience that we don't like to talk about. So we're talking about things like jealousy, things like anger, things like um, our confidence, different things as he lays it in my heart. But it's just part of going to be part of my one of my episodes so as he lays it in my heart to bring about these issues i'll just put it under all the episodes that um, any of the episodes that i've been talking about and just flesh it up there but as i sat down in church um one of the characters in the bible came to my heart you know um as the first discussion for this under this um the real struggles real life struggles that we face and today, what I want to just talk about in, in, in a very short time is about one of one of our struggles that we rarely talk about, but it's one of the struggles that has destroyed us, not only as humans, has destroyed us as a family, has destroyed has destroyed us as as a as, as a people. And the, it's one of the enemy's greatest weapon against humanity looking back at you know before now even before christ it has been a weapon that the enemy has used so well and you know how funny it is that we know that this is an enemy's weapon but we still fall prey every time to it it is so i want i don't want to say that the devil is really smart it's just something i think that we have become really um bondaged by um that until we find get to the point where we are buoyed we we hate it we will always continue to engage in it and it is a struggle of um, sexual sin it is a struggle of sexual sin so when you talk about sexual sin you're talking about its family. You're talking about pornography. You're talking about fornication. You're talking about adultery. You're talking about masturbation. You're talking about bestiality. You're talking about everything that has to do with sexual sins. 
and um, I'm, in some of my podcasts, I've talked about it a bit. Um, here, I'm going to see how the Holy Spirit will lead us to talk about it. Um, but one of the characters that came to my mind when I was talking about it, I was thinking about it, and um, he, I was penciling down this idea was the character King David in the Bible. We're going to talk about the sin and then we're going to talk about the repercussion to it. Because, you know, sometimes, and trust me, I've heard, I've, I've heard from people um, um, say, some people say, oh, especially men. Oh, I know how to handle these things. Oh, it's just this, it's just that. You know, you, you the truth is that a lot of us, we just... We trivialize, we take it for granted that this thing we we engage in doesn't affect us. It not only affects us, it affects our generation. It not only affects our generation, it affects our unborn children. I'll show you in King David's story. So we know about King David. We know his life. We know, you know, he was chosen by God, you know, as as someone who had a calling upon his life. And of course, he was supposed to get married to someone and one of Saul's daughters, blah, 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 blah. Eventually, he got married to someone else. Now, I want to believe hmm, that David had a weakness. Because when we read the Bible, we see how many wives he had. He had a lot of women. I know in those days and age, you see a lot of um, men get married to a lot of women in those days and age. Of course, Solomon also was one of it. But we also talk about his own life. But I believe that David had a weakness for women. Because if he didn't, he wouldn't have fallen for Bathsheba that easily. He had wives. He had his, his quarters were filled with women. But he decided to fall for a naked woman. And I'm, I can tell you for free that people who have sexuals, um, um, who have lost, it's always that easy for them, for them to fall. It is always that easy for them to fall. All they just need to see is, I know that they say men are moved by the things that they see. I get it. But there are some men who see it, but are still, still do not fall. If you fall for a naked body as a man, you have a weakness. You have a, you have a, a, a struggle with lust that you have not dealt with. Now, I will go to the um to our foundation some of us of our found of our foundation growing up as children um i know that some of us were abused as children like i, I, like I said i'm sure 90 percent of kids living upon this earth were abused as children apart from those ones that have been conscious enough to guard their children and ask the holy spirit to help them guard their children from this most of us were abused as children have you ever wondered about it why is it that the enemy uses 
lost as a major tool. Remember that when Jesus was tempted, he was tempted of three things. Lust of the eye, lust of the flesh, and the pride of life. Those were the three things he devil tempted Jesus with. And those are the three things if you look at us in this day and age, we all struggle with. But one of the things that we really, really, really struggle with is the lust of the flesh. And the lust of the flesh, um, sexual sin is classified under that. Now, the devil has systematically gone into the foundation of a lot of children to infiltrate and adulterate their lives because he knows that all he just needs to do is get in there and plant a seed and that seed will grow and and become destructive the bible admonishes us as parents to build and to give him and to nurture godly seeds that's the that was the admonition from Jesus from God to us as parents that we should give him godly seeds. The enemy knows that the moment he can adulterate those seeds, of course, what would they become? Ungodly seeds. And he can start to destroy the things that God has made because he's jealous of you as a human being. The devil hates you with passionate hatred and you must do the same. So now he comes into your foundation. He knows that if he lets you grow up godly, he can't get you. If he lets you grow up godly and you're rooted and grounded in God's word and you you grow in light, it's very difficult for him to come and adulterate you once you are have a you you know your your you you know your um your your you know who you are in Christ you know you know you 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 you're grounded in God's word he knows that it will be difficult so what he does is that he attacks the foundation by which that home can be built strong he attacks the marriage he attacks the man. He attacks the woman. He tries to break down that marriage in any way he can. He comes into it. He sees a weakness in that home and he enters and he breaks it. He tries to, he keeps chipping at it gradually, gradually, gradually. And it, and you see, the Bible says that no man is tempted. Every man is tempted of his own lusts. So we give the enemy the tool by which he can come into our lives and, 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 and start to chip away at us. We give him the tool. So if we have jealousy in our lives, he, the enemy, the enemy didn't give, give you jealousy. You, he, he sees that. He sees that as a weapon. He sees that as an open door. And he comes in 
and then it starts to chip away at it, chip away at it, chip away at it, chop away, and it starts to break down, break you down, break down, bring down that home, break down that marriage, eventually destroy the home. The idea, the, the target for him is not you as a husband or wife. The target is for the children. By the time he breaks down that home, he displaces that unity, that foundation of unity that you're supposed to have it as a, in a home to bring up godly seeds. He breaks it so that he can find a way to attack the seeds and make them ungodly. And that's why a lot of people feel that, oh, children that come from broken homes are, are, are usually wayward and all that. Because that's the common knowledge. That's what the enemy wants you to think. Because when he feels that when, you've bro- when your home is broken, you will just resign to faith. You get tired. He will worry you. He will keep breaking at you. He will keep chipping at you. He will make, make you worry. Eventually, you will, abandon, you will abandon the assignment that God has given to you. And then he can now come into, come into the lives of those children and start to adulterate their lives. And that's where that weakness that your father, your mother didn't deal with, pass it on to your child. So that child will probably be playing in his father's phone and he stumble on a pornographic picture, he stumble on a pornographic movie because the father also had the spirit of lust was dealing with that sexual sin he didn't he didn't deal with it he allowed that sexual sin to take control of his mind now the enemy has used that weakness to adulterate the next generation that boy has seen that pornographic movie pornographic picture and a seed has been planted and then he will now start to explore he wants to know more he will now start to find how to get more of those pictures. And as he finds, the devil keeps on opening doors for him to find. Keeps on showing him where to find it. He keeps on linking him up with guys or boys in his school who already have that issue too. Those ones will keep showing him the ropes. And eventually, he also he's now trapped. And he's now in bondage. His mind is in bondage. Because when he closes his eyes, all he can see is that pornographic thing he saw in his father's phone. And because there's a door that has been opened, the devil keeps sending demons to him, feeding him, counseling him. Probably he will get also get molested because the door has been opened, the demon has come in. He'll probably be a target to be molested. If he's not a target to be molested, he will probably be the one doing the molesting. And that's how that generation is gone. That's how that generation is gone. If he keeps at it and there's no one there to lift him up in prayers and, and pray and intercede for him, he also will go and have a child. He will grow up, eventually will father a child. And then... The vicious circle continues. The vicious circle continues. The enemy knows this. And so he will just keep doing it. The vicious circle continues. What am I saying? 
if you have anything that you're struggling with, if you have any addiction, mostly sexual sin that you're struggling with, and you're keeping it quiet, and you're keeping it under wraps, trust me, you're not, it will not be, it will not stay secret for so long. Even if no one knows you're dealing with it, your children will eventually become part of it. Because the truth is that it is your children, the enemies after, not you. He's gotten you. He now needs to get the next generation that will come from you. So I see a lot of people struggling. I used to be one of those people who struggled with sexual sin. And that was because I also even had an unfair start in life by being molested by um, by uncles, by aunties, by so many people. I also had an unfair start because I had parents who were not... Um, they also had weaknesses. I had a father who had a weakness with women. He had a terrible weakness with women. And of course, what, what did we expect? It was passed on to his children. The enemy broke down that home in a way that he started to look for how he was going to infiltrate into the lives of the children. And then he, he, he sapped the home of love because the two adults who were supposed to produce godly seeds were more concerned about their own lives than the lives of the children that they brought in were more concerned about that they were more concerned about making themselves happy you are not making me happy this one so they were just wrapped up in so much confusion and they neglected the seeds that they brought into this world and so of course there was the lack of love there was the lack of validation and so these children started had, had to start looking for love in all the wrong places i might be speaking and you're you're drawn to it because it, it feels like I'm speaking about your life. This is even my life. So trust me, there are so much similarities in our upbringing. So many similarities in our upbringing. And that's why I wonder why we all have seemingly the same situations. But we still all fall into that trap. That same old routine, that same old trap of the enemy. And it's because we're blinded. The enemy has made sure that we're blinded to the truth. It takes only the saving knowledge of God and the light of in God's word to bring us out of this bondage. God helped me early because I gave my life to Christ at the age of 13. And so I knew that there was something wrong with me. I just couldn't understand what it was. But you see, God received me early because he knew that I was going to go through so much, but he wanted to make sure that I was in him while I was going through that. Because the experiences that I will go through eventually will be my testimony, the word of my testimony that I will use to bring so many people out of their own bondage. We, a lot of us are secretly fight. I won't say we're fighting. We're secretly in bondage of sexual sin 
that we think that it is just our way of life. We think it's normal. It's not. Some people actually feel abnormal. They know that they are no more in control because that's what the devil does. When you get so into that sexual sin, at some point you lose yourself. You no more are the one in control. The enemy takes control of your entire body. You have such an incessant loss for sex that you cannot even understand why you are unable to control it. That's when you know that you are no more in control. You are no more in control. It happened to me. I'm telling you a real life situation. A real life situation. I've had so many people to come to me. Real life situations. Where you just keep sleeping with men that you don't even know about. You meet somebody the first day, you just... Because you don't have control of your body. And it's because we have... We feel that we can keep this part of our lives secret. The Bible says that... Not the Bible. It's a fact. Evil thrives in secrecy. The more you are secret about it, the more it will thrive. It will thrive. If you're listening to me and you feel that you do not have control of your desires anymore. You're trying to stop yourself from just sleeping with any Tom, Dick and Harry and you just can't. You're no more in control. The enemy has taken control. You have to get to the point where you cry out to God. You cry out to God. Because the truth is that you might be enjoying your life. You think you are. Trust me, you're not enjoying your life. You are selling your future. You're selling your children. Because the more you keep at it, if you end up not losing your life, your children will lose theirs because they won't even have an advantaged start. Because you've sold their future. They will come into that same bondage they will come into that same struggle they will come into that same loss because unknown to you you will sell them in so i'll give you a story i i used to know someone some man who had the same struggle it was obvious that he had obviously lost his mind in the sense that he was no more in control of the things he was doing he was sleeping with everybody he can even think about he was no more. He thought he was in control. He thought he had control of his, you know, the things he was doing, but he didn't have control. He didn't have control of his life anymore. So when he had, so he was very um, into um, um, pornography, and obviously he used to look at pornography on his phone and all that. And then one day, his son, he gave his phone to his son. Because he wanted to give his son a phone. So it was an old phone. And he forgot that he had these things on that phone. He didn't clear the phone. He gave his son the phone. And that poor boy found this pornography. And became in bondage by it. That boy struggled. 
he struggled. It only took the saving arms of mercy of God and a mother who was a prayer warrior who depended solely on God for the life of the children that helped that boy. The boy had even gotten to the point where he was masturbating. He didn't know what he was doing. He was just doing it because that's what he's seen. That picture was imprinted in his memory. It took tears and prayers for God to help on that matter. So, I just want to encourage fathers and mothers to not think that you ha- your life belongs to you. Do not think so. We talk about generational causes. How does this start? It starts with you. Generational causes is basically a generation that has been in bondage and has not received deliverance. And has passed it on to the next generation. That's basically what it is. And it can end. You can decide that it ends with you. Because the truth is that the thing that you the things that you struggle with that you cannot overcome, your children will, will you will pass it on to your children. You will definitely pass it on to your children. If you're someone who carries women and sleeps with women around, you are you have a son who is looking at you who is seeing all that you're doing and that is his own way. You're modeling to him that that is what a man is and that is what a man does. And he's just going to carry on after your life because there's nothing else you've you've mirrored, you've mirrored to him that is what life is all about. We have to understand these things. And that is why we have a generation right now that is it is 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 so is so wayward. For lack of a better word to use. We have a generation that is already destroyed because of the inactiveness of the generation before to understand the things of the spirit. The devil will blind you to his tricks. But the Bible says that we should not be ignorant ignorant of the vows of the enemy. The enemy has come to kill, to steal and to destroy. He's not your friend. He hates you with perfect hatred and it's here to kill, to destroy you. And if you keep at doing the things that you are doing, he eventually will destroy you. Because he wants to prove something to God. So if you are in sexual sin and you're struggling in sexual sin, the first phase or stage to it is to even admit that you have a problem. 
if you do not if you can't admit that then there is no salvation or deliverance for you but i want you to know today that whatever it is that you're doing or whatever it is you think you're keeping in secret you're going to pass it on to your children the devil wants to destroy your children and if you're a father who loves his children if you think you're a good person wouldn't you want your generation in front to have a good start and a good it's like a man who has money and he has decided that you know what I want to be able to take care of my grandchildren and my great grandchildren because I have so much money it's the same thing wouldn't you want to see your great-grandchildren and your grandchildren not struggle with the same things that you're struggling with? I'm sure you feel, at some point, you feel like you're dirty, you feel worthless, you feel... But you keep at it. Because you do not have control over yourself anymore. At some point, you want to have your children become better people than you are. I'm sure at some point your desire, even in your secret place, will be to put an end to these desires and this incessant desire for sex and dirtiness. I want you to know today, I'm not cursing you, but if you do not talk to someone about your struggles, you will pass it on to your children and your children's children. Imagine you, a grandfather, sitting down and hearing that your child, your son, just sleeps around with different women. You will sadden your heart, won't it? And all you could give your children, all you could pass on to your generation as a treasure was your sinful lusts. And will keep destroying their lineage. So if you're that person that you're listening to this podcast today, I want to pull from the, 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 the conscience that is left in you for an unborn generation to start to make things right, to start to make a change from you from now. Speak to someone about your struggles. Confide in someone who can help you hold your hand to seek the face of God to help you. It is possible. I hear someone say, it is impossible. I'm too deep. Trust me, it is. Trust me, it is. I had relationships with men that I can't even... I don't even know if they are still alive on the face of this earth. I almost... It was God who saved me. I almost entered into lesbianism. Almost. Because I started desiring the body of a woman. And so I knew. That's why when people tell me that homosexuality... They were born with homosexuality. I tell them it's a lie from the pit of hell. It is not. You were not born as a homosexual. Because God created only man and woman. The Bible says that men and women did he create. 
So you cannot tell me you were born as a man and you acquire to be a woman. You aspire to. No. It's a twisted mind. It's another angle the devil has come in. And trust me, he's not done. We're going, the world is decaying. We're still going to hear so many terrible things. But for you that is listening, decide today that you will be the end of this craziness. Don't you feel dirty when you do these things? I used to feel really dirty. I used to feel really dirty. Maybe because I received Jesus early. So I used to feel so dirty. I feel the more I slept with men, the more lost, the more I felt lost. The more emptiness I felt. Until I screamed for God's help that I'm done with this. I thought it was the life. But when I remember that I was destroying the life of my children, their future, I ran to God to beg him for help. And he helped me. Today, I can boast in God that that is not my life anymore. I have so much self-control that I'm so amazed at the miracle God has done in my life. do not feel that need because I don't have that void anymore I have Jesus and I'm content so I beg you there's so much decay in this world there's so many innocent children who are falling into bondage of no fault of theirs only because they had parents who felt that they were enjoying life and who felt that sex was just the answer to everything or sex makes you feel cool or sex makes you feel among the truth is that you feel a void that you're trying to fill and you think sex will fill it no that emptiness you feel inside constantly only Jesus can only Jesus can feel it. He's the answer. And when he fills you in with his love, he will start chipping away those habits. Gradually, gradually, as you increase in your love for him. And you will blink and find that life has been gone and forgotten. And you feel a sense of purpose. You feel clean. You feel righteous. You feel holy. And then together we can now start saving more generation from the rot of the enemy. I beg you today. I pray that God will open your eyes to see planned for you and for your children. David, he ended up with the repercussions of his sin. He passed on that 
to his generation. His son did the same thing. His son did the same thing to his sister. And so on and so on. It doesn't end there. It goes, the devil will make sure that the degree at which you, you, you were, your children will rise up and do more terrible things. It will not be at that same degree. Oh, da- David, David slept with an unknown woman and then he killed her husband so that he could marry her. <laughs>